Welcome to Not Just Your Average Millennial Podcast. I'm Dimity, your not-so-average host. Together with some incredible guests, I share with you the life-changing lessons I've learned from remarkable places, people, and books. My deepest wish is that by you listening in every single week, that you too decide that you're not so average, that you just start doing more cool stuff. To have him on this call, um, on this podcast, to share his knowledge, his wisdom, and yeah, hopefully he cracks some of you guys open into living your best life too. So thank you, Emil. (laughs) Thank you, Dimity, for uh, allowing me to come on your stage, even though I made you cry. (laughs) No, it was it was great. It, it, and, and at that event, we'll speak around it later. Um, Emil and his partner, business partner Joel, have an amazing event called Elevate, which I'd all encourage you over your lifetime to head to that um, whenever you can. So we'll talk about that later. But I want to start off with my very first question of who is Emil and what mission and vision do you stand for in this world? Oh, damn. We're going to go deep like that straight away, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Who is Emil? Who is Emil? So if I was to describe Emil, I would say that Emil is a emotionally intelligent, caring, loving, and fun guy, right? Um, when I think, think of myself as that, I think of someone that's like, I love to get on the ground. I love to be with people in that space. And this is why I do what I do with emotional intelligence and transformational work is because I love to see people transform from where they think they are to where they want to be because I know exactly how it feels to be in that space. My mission and my vision is to impact people on a daily basis. And whether that's from thousands from doing like my Instagram videos to doing inspirational videos with, with storyline, it's to really just impact people and get them to to see where they are holding themselves back, playing small and pretending not to know things about themselves. And when we can do that on a consistent basis, we can really step up to our truth and who we are and who we're meant to be. And for me, that's the the most joy I get from what I do. You always give me goosebumps. Mm. (laughs) I love it. Um, And I love that you have this um, mission to really tap into the emotional intelligence. Yeah. I think that's uh, what makes you so unique around what you do. And um, my next question following on from that is what makes you just not your average millennial? Because in Australia, we, we always have this tall poppy syndrome. We have this like, it's not okay to ego boost ourselves. But yeah, what makes you not average? Because to me, you're not an average person. You're not an average bloke. You're not an average coach. So yeah. I, th- I think what, differentiates myself from a lot of coaches is and what actually it's interesting you ask this question because even at the last elevate event I didn't really I didn't really compare myself I was just doing my thing I've been coaching for nearly 10 years and the difference is dimity I haven't been really focusing on my marketing or my branding in fact I just got a website only six three months ago my first website right Um, before that was all word of mouth and results don't lie. So I really focused on the old school way of just people just referred me, people, you know, had sessions with me and then I built that and then I started running workshops. Now I think the difference between myself and people out there is I like to go deep and I like to go into the depth of where you first decided you were going to show up in this manner and the agreement that you made with yourself. And because of my training that I've had, I've, I've had training 
as you know i'm a qualified yoga teacher i, I teach mindfulness i've been i've done theta healing i've done reiki i've done nlp timeline therapy acceptance of commitment therapy like it's not just one modality i use a number of different modalities and i combine that and i think the gift that i keep or that i'm starting to trust in myself is live intervention doing coaching on the spot and finding people and I, and what i realized even from my last event a lot of coaches don't want to do that and won't and, do that yeah is that because you believe that you know who you are and you trust in your skills and your ability so that it will always be okay no matter what comes out of your mouth or do you think that other coaches what is it why why do you believe that live intervention is your way now i think it's trust it really is. It's, it's mastering your craft. It's, I know I've done this over a thousand times with so many different clients and because I'm so familiar with patterns, behaviors and the, the emotions that come up, I know what it's connected to and I'm able to hold that space. And that's from literally doing the work from working with mental health and dealing with every kind of thing you could have heard of and not freaking out to be like, Oh my God, how am I going to support this person? But really holding space in that. And when you understand energy, you're able to be with people and stay grounded. And this is why, you know, yourself even felt comfortable breaking down because, because of the fact that you, you, you're holding space for these people. And it really is just fully being present in the moment with them. Like it's like everybody disappears and you're just with that one person anyway. The difference is obviously there's a crowd and there's cameras around, but. Yeah. yeah. And I, I absolutely second that no matter, even uh, we have conversations often. And when we have conversations you do allow it to just feel like it's just me and you. Mm. And I hope the people on this podcast who are listening feel that Amelia is just speaking to you. Um, because yeah, he really does hold that space. So thank you for that. Yeah, welcome. No, I love that. Um, and as we move forward, I really just, I really want to speak in because you have such a unique, unique voice and stand on a lot of things. What do you believe that millennials of today need to know? Because we are such a generation of so much noise and opinion and um, information bombarded to us on social media and through our parents and through our generational just habits. Yeah. What is it that you believe they need to hear in order to break through that noise or to break into self-awareness or to break into consciousness in whatever that means to them? So I think a lot of millennials these days, they need to learn how to trust themselves. And this is the biggest problem is that we're so influenced by outside circumstances, especially social media. We're always watching people around us and seeing and comparing. And I think this is one of the biggest problems. I'm, I'm so guilty of it as well. But when you really stop comparing and you really get a sense of like, what am I, what do I value? Like what actually do I value as a person? Not what do my friends value? What do my parents value? You know, what is my partner value? It's like, what do I actually value? And when you really get clear with your values, you can actually, you, you know, you can get a sense of, how you make decisions and when you get your values you understand who you are in that being and when you practice your values even more then you're able to literally show up as your values not as somebody else's values or somebody else's standards it's like no these are my standards and i'm going to stick by them no matter what and when you start to choose you on a consistent basis and constantly fill your cup up not in a way where it's selfish but in a way where it's like i'm filling it up so i can give more and serve more to other people then they will make impact. 
and I think this is what the millennials need to hear these days is it's not about you, but it is. It's kind of a weird scenario, right? Yeah, it's, it's like, like don't, yeah, so it's like don't make it about you and your ego and, and try to feel that thing that you think you need in order to feel complete. It's like, no, let's go in. Let's really go in and go, okay, what do I value? If, if I was to become the best version of myself, what are the values I think I need in order to, to become that? Yeah, I love that. And I would, uh, for any of the listeners out here who are like, okay, that all makes sense. Like it's okay for Emil and it's okay for Dimity to understand that. But how do people start understanding their values? Like what is a starting point to them? So um, I like to give a little bit of framework and, and the quickest way I'll do this, like normally obviously at the elevator that we give you a different framework, but think of five people that inspire you. And I call it the five, five times five, right? So you, you think of five people that inspire you. You think of the five traits and values that this person exude, right? Now, when this value, when you see this person, like you think of someone that inspires you, you know, it could be Oprah Winfrey. It could be Will Smith, right? Now you think of Oprah, you're like, well, she's, she's driven. She's inspirational. She's so well she presents so well she's able to bring a story to life um she's she's gone against the odds right so she's she's resilient right yeah absolutely now, um now you think of like that was just three off the top of my head now let's say i go to will smith and i go will smith is he's ambitious he's determined he's funny he's charismatic right that's four values right and it's just off the top of my head who else can i think of um Dave Chappelle, you know, comedian. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Funny guy. <laughs> Dave Chappelle comes to my head all the time because I think of Dave Chappelle and he walked away from a $50 million deal. Yeah. Wow. All right. How many men would do that? How Not many. many. Yeah. yeah. Now think of that. He, that's integrity. He's yeah. gone against every single thing that where 95% of people would have taken the money and he's walked away from it. And he wasn't in alignment and he stepped away. And that shows me integrity. It shows to me that he believes in himself, he trusts himself. So what you do is you get five people that inspire you, you write down five values that these, each of these people have, and then you start to see a commonality in those values. So over the 25 values, you start to see, okay, cool. And you start picking apart the ones that are quite common. Like it could be like integrity, it could be common, it could be, um, it could be ambitious. And what you want to do is you want to write down the ones that speak to you that you think you need in order to step into the best version of yourself. Oh, now, wow. once, once <laughs> you do that, once you do that, what I want you to do is define what it means to you. You make it your meaning because yeah. it has to be unique to you. And then once you make it your meaning, then you want, what you want to do is you want to ask yourself, how can I practice this on a consistent basis? How can I practice this on a daily basis? How can I make sure that this is in the forefront of my mind? So I get most of my clients to put it in front of their face. Like this. I have a whiteboard on the side here. I put it on my whiteboard and I ask myself at the end of the day, did I practice this value? Did I action this? Was I in alignment with this? And most of the time, you know, if you've had a great day, it's most of the time because you've been in alignment with your values. When you have, are in alignment with your values, what happens is that you have so much more energy. You have clarity. You're on purpose. You're on point, And it's you're the one that's creating it. 
Mm. Oh, I get like chills and I cannot wait. And maybe guys, if you are out there listening to this and it really, really hits you hard, maybe you could share on social media, tagging both Emil and myself um, in your new values and um, showing up how you're living by them. I think that would be really cool if they shared that with us. I'm I'm sure we'd both love to see that. And I'll add Emil's details of how to contact him into the show notes and he'll also share them later. Awesome. Uh, one of the biggest things that I have recently really learned is that we all have a moment where the penny drops. Mm. And I feel like as millennials, we have this pressure to make that penny drop when we're 18, 19, 20, 21. And we have this almost push, uh, pressure cooker to make mm. that, that penny drop instantly. What is your advice on uh, just allowing time space for that penny to drop and for you to really get, get kick-started because your journey has been so unique so maybe in, incorporate that in in your story a little bit i i think you know with the pressure that we put on ourselves especially coming out of school it's like we need to know exactly what we want to do mm-hmm. and uh, make this decision for the rest of your life and how do you do that when you don't even know your values you don't even know who you are it's like I, I say go and experience different things. Try it out. Ask yourself, how do I feel about this? What lights me up? And let go of trying to make make it the right decision because there's no right decision. Like every decision that I've made up until this day has led me to where I am now. And then when I look back at it, you're like, wow, that that led me to that because of that. This happens as that. Like and and going back, I I was when I finished school, and I'll give you an example. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I came out and I was like, I got to go to school because my parents say I got to go to school. Right. Yep. So what I do, I, I studied public relations. <laughs> Who the hell? Like, I was like, I remember being in it three months and I was like, what the hell am I doing? And I got out of it. And then, um, I started working for a bit and I was working in clubs and I was doing promotional work and I was pretty shy. You know, it's really interesting. I'm an introvert and, I got into clubs because I did a fashion show once and then a fashion show led me to going, Hey, do you want to be a promoter? And then I was like, mm. so I did it. And that got me talking to people and really getting me outside my comfort zone. And it's funny that led me to like being one of the biggest promoters in Melbourne as a, you know, I was running a promotion team. I ran my own events. And then from there, it's funny because I'm, I'm linking the dots from there i was doing fashion shows in the clubs that i was doing but i was still shit scared you know like every time i did it but because it was my my events and my friends or people knew me it was you know it was fun right absolutely and then um i got asked to to do modeling and i was like yeah no nah, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do modeling. i can't do that and but the, the honest truth was i was shit scared of projection and i was shit scared of being fully seen because you know the inner perfectionist in me was just keep it looking good right yeah, yeah. And um, that led from after doing the clubs for three years and not really feeling fulfilled to getting into the modeling. And from that, you know, something I couldn't, didn't think I was going to do, I finally gave it a shot. And when I did and I fully allowed myself to propel into that, I ended up traveling the world for 12 years, modeling around the world. You know, everything from that journey has led me to where I am now. I still study, like I was studying when I was traveling, like reading books on how can I connect, how can I build um, connection faster? Because I knew when I went into a casting, it was like, how are they going to remember me out of 200 models? 
I was like, I've got five seconds to make an impression. So I started reading books on communication. I started reading books on how to build rapport, how to enroll people in who you are. And the modeling journey taught me about letting go of attachment because you don't know if you're going to book the job or not. So you may book the job and say, you know, they're telling you you've got a $15,000 job and then next minute you're like already spending it in your head and then they're like, nah, sorry, you've been cut. Yeah, and huge. You, you, so you, you can't be attached. You, you never have the job until you're on the job. Yeah. Well, right? I've never really thought of it like a model yeah. like that, to be honest. So No one does. No one gets the insides and outs. They see like, oh, the lifestyle is this, is, you know, the pressure. But really, it's like you're literally a product. And when you get that you're just a product, you stop taking it personally. It taught me not to take things personal because it was like, I, if I take things personal from this job or this casting and I go to my next casting, I'm going to carry that shit into my next casting. And how many of you guys do this when you think about it, right? It's like something bad happened like last week or I had a bad interview and then all of a sudden I'm holding on to that. And then I go to the next interview, with the same energy, right? So if I'm focusing on my last one, I'm not going to be present for this one. So I have to learn how to let go and allow flow. Oh, allow to let and, go and no, allow to let go and allow flow into your yeah, life is really important. I love that you learned rejection. It is a beautiful thing and, and not to have a self-attachment to every decision that is made for you or against you. Yeah, it was my biggest lesson through that modeling game. And now this is why I'm able to do what I do now and not take it personal is it taught me how to be with myself and really accept myself because like I said, we get rejected like 95% of the time in the modeling game. Yeah. And how do I still feel good about myself on a consistent basis is that it's not nothing personal. It's just a job. They're not rejecting me. They're rejecting what I look like. And if I'm not attached to what I look like, then who cares? Boy, I'm going to flip that right into uh, something that you guys can all implement straight into your life today. And it's the same thing when you post on social media. Mm. Literally what Emil was speaking about just before, I was like, the penny dropped for me on the fact that that's the way that often we feel around posting on social media or showing up for ourselves or um, not wanting to put ourselves out there because we have this fear of not people accepting who we truly yeah. are. Yeah, if you can really, when you're posting, and you, I mean, it depends why you're posting, you need to ask yourself and be real with yourself. What, am I, what do I want from this? What do I get? Because we always get something. Um, if you're doing this because you want to impact people, then you have to ask yourself, is this gonna, if this can impact one person, then this is worth it. You just so. like have this ability to ask <laughs> like quality questions. And it's probably one of my favorite things about you is that you continually allow the, uh, the person to find their own answers. Yeah. You, yeah. And I think that's the lesson that I'm learning most from you, even just speaking today, today on this podcast is that you allow space for people to answer their own questions because we all have it all in us. We have all the answers we need. We do. And it's, it's about asking a powerful question versus a disempowering question. And this is some framework for your listeners is, is so many of us ask us disempowering questions. Like, why is this happening to me? And the moment we ask a why question, it's a disempowering question. What it's going to do is it's going to find all the reasons why you're not worthy or it's going to feed your story of why I'm not good enough because you didn't do this and you didn't do that. And because, you know, it's going to look to feed that insecurity, a why question, right? So a better question can, you can ask yourself is, how can I be more effective in this? What haven't I tried so far? 
what or five options I can try right now. Right. A what and a how question is 10 times more powerful. I hope that you're all writing these down (laughs) (laughs) or maybe if you're driving, don't write them down yet, but replay this so you can listen in and uh, really take those simple questions and you you always speak around this to me but and our tribe and elevate um to ask these questions on a daily basis so what are like five key questions that make you not an average millennial that you ask yourself on a daily best basis to make you yeah that not average kind of kind of guy five key questions what i ask myself well i would say three go three go three I would say three, right? So yeah. the, the, the three questions I, I regularly ask myself is, where am I hiding, avoiding, and pretending not to know? And let me break it down. So I ask myself, what am I avoiding? And what have I been avoiding for the past year to five years, right? And when you ask that question, so many things will come up every single time. Every time you ask that question, a different thing will come up. You're like, oh, I've actually still been avoiding that. And you know, I haven't put this out there yet, or maybe my tax is still sitting in the background there and I still need to finish that, right? So these are little things. It's like if you ask yourself what you're avoiding, you're going to find out what is stopping you from going to the next level, right? The next question is we, we like to pretend like we don't know. So you ask yourself the same question. What am I pretending not to know, not to know about myself? And we all know, like we said before, you know the answer. You know what you need to do. What are you pretending not to know about yourself? Like really get real with yourself because the moment you get real, the moment you really start to become authentic with yourself and the moment you do that, you can actually go to the fear. When you go to the fear, it dissipates. Instead of making it up this big story in your mind and trying to avoid and move around it and just like, no, I'll just keep on going. Yeah, I'll just keep on doing it. You can do that, but eventually it's going to catch you. Yeah, wow. And, and the last question was um, avoiding and hiding. So where am I hiding? You know, where am I still playing small? Ask yourself that question. Where am I still playing small? Because ultimately, you know where you're playing small. Whether that's like putting yourself out there to be in a relationship. It's like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm just waiting for the right person to come into my life. No, the person has to have this many traits where they're, they're successful, they're ambitious, they're kind, they're this or that. <laughs> but it's like, I'm actually not being that with myself. Oh, right? absolutely. So it's like, stop, yeah. stop, stop, talking, stop trying to make this massive list and you know, you're sabotaging it, but you're doing it in a way where it's justified because it's like, well, you know, because I have standards, but clearly you're not really playing at your own standards. So ask yourself, where am I still playing small? Yeah, that's a huge question. And a question that I think I started living into is that question of every day is like, where am I playing small? Where can I increase my value? Hmm. I almost add the question of like, where can I add more value into other people's lives? Not only my own life, but others. So there's some powerful questions. And I think I'm going to re-listen to this own podcast and write them down so I can start asking them myself every single day. But thank you for opening up like just a little bit of some quality questions because I think that's what's made you successful in not only your modeling, your coaching, like you've gone on a massive personal growth journey, but you've Mm. also allowed that integration of those quality questions to be who you are and how you show up every single day. So that's a true credit to you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Uh, my final question before we just wrap this up, I know it's short and sweet, but sometimes that's just the best kind of podcast to listen to is 
do you remember the person who told you who Wait, repeat it again. It just Oh, did we cut out? It, you're <laughs> muted and then it came out. Oh, awesome. So my last question was, do you remember who you were before the world told you who you should be? Or if you already know who you are, how does other people understand this question? Do I remember who I was before the world told me who I should be? Yes. Damn. Do I remember who I was? I can, I can tell you who I thought I was or yeah. who I thought I was meant to be. Um, and it's interesting because I'm 36 years old now and I feel like I'm finally coming into, into filling my shoes. Mm-hmm. and it's only happening now and that's ten, I've been doing tough development for like 10 15 years you know 15 years at least but who I thought I was I thought I had to be this person who had to show up as perfect and always have my shit together and what I've realized over the years uh, you know as a recovering perfectionist is that I get to be human I get to show my flaws. I get to show my scars. I get to speak about stuff that I've done that I've not been proud of. And I get to own that fully. And because I'm owning that fully, now I am showing up 10 times more powerful in my being, not what I'm doing, but my being. And that's why I'm making an impact like I am today. And I think it's so important these days is that, you know, instead of hiding it and, and being ashamed of it because and having guilt around it is that you embrace it. You embrace those scars and you really nurture them like you would if, it were, if a child made a mistake. And once you do that on a consistent basis, you're going to come back into yourself and really accept all of you and back all of you. And that is 10 times more powerful than trying to pretend and show like on social media that I've got my shit together because perfectionism disconnects and vulnerability connects because of like-minded because of relatability. Guys, literally (laughs) my bomb, my bomb, my bomb drops all on this, on this podcast today. Uh, I just love hearing how you see this world and um, the way that you show up in, he, he speaks his truth, but if you get to ever meet Emil and hopefully maybe some of you take the action to go and attend um, his Elevate event uh, with Joe Brown, it changed my life in so many different ways, but I, I just know that you guys will get so you'll just understand what it's like to hang around a meal and be in his presence. He's like God in a, (laughs) in a, in a beautiful sense. He's like his own version of God. Um, but yeah, like where can people find you? Where can they get connected with you? Um, where can they learn about your coaching and your integrated emotional intelligence, transformational stuff? Yep. So they can go to my website on www.emilsteenveld.com or they can go to my Instagram and find me there at, at Emil Steenveld. I love it. And the mm. final question I have in, this is something that I, I know I said final twice now, but this mm-hmm. is going to come up. I just want to add the last bit of value is that we live in a world where we are taught to yeah, play it small and mm. Um, to not really share our 
amazing big wins and the most exciting parts of our lives. Sometimes we can feel like social media is just that showcase reel of like how good our life is. But yeah, what is something part of your life that has been the icing on the cake for you? And what is your biggest dream? So what is, what is your icing on the cake kind of moment up to now? But what is your biggest dream to achieve in say the next 10 to 50 years from now? Whoa. <laughs> Dimity. <laughs> All right. The first question is, uh, what has been the icing on the cake? I think actually the last elevate um, was was the was the icing on the cake for me because I really got to see my innate uh, power come out in uh, in the coaching process. And of course, I knew I was good at coaching, but I didn't realize the impact I was having until that event. And um, when people started giving more feedback to me and I was like, oh, shit. And it started switching my perception. And I think what was special about that event, my parents were both there as well. Oh, and so special. It was quite amazing for them to see me because, you know, when your parents are there, it's like you, you have an idea of who they think you are and they really got to see who I am becoming, the man I'm becoming. And I think for me, it was fully like, I was in my element and fully present and in it. And I think that really dropped for me after the event. I was like, I need to be doing this more. I need to be on more stages. I need to be impacting and coaching more people. And um, I think that's what really hit me recently. So I love that icing on the cake. That is beautiful. And I can be a testament to that. I got to witness it all and meet your parents. And yeah, they were just super stoked and proud of you. So I can see the proudness in just yourself there. And Mm. the final question of what is your biggest goal or dream? Um, I love to call them dreams because they're sometimes outrageous. What is that like? What is, what is that? So 50 years from now, like I want to be opening up an average of 50 to a hundred schools a year um, in conscious learning and emotional intelligence. And I want to, I'm going to be, I'm already coaching coaches now, but I want to take it to another level where I have retreat centers where they are literally the ultimate retreat center where you have, you know, different philosophies for healings, for growth, for work, for developing and their communities where people come and build and connect and then go back and practice this in their lives. And I would love to have it all over the world. Um, I also am going to be speaking on more stages around the world and impacting hundreds of thousands, if not millions. Um, Watch this space. I know. I'm so excited. I'm like, (laughs) my child is already booked into a meal school. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's so important. And, um, and also, uh, you know, giving back it's as a contribution, like, you know, I want to create these, these schools for kids, but also like, I want to be, giving back. I want to make more money so I can give back more money and create different programs for people so that they don't have to live from a limited mindset. They don't have to think that this is the only way that they can live. And this is why I do what I do is because transformation is, is should be available to everybody. And although we charge certain prices, it's like, I need to do that in order to reach more people. You know, I think so many people are like, Oh, why are you charging so much? But it's ultimately, it's like, if you really want to impact more people, you're going to have to create it in a way where it's going to fully align it, get back to more people. And on that note, 
that is a mic drop and i thank you so much for just jumping on here i love that you spoke around it being a complete ecosystem yeah. it's you have to do the you have to charge you have to know your worth you have to understand your complete vision to yeah make that huge impact so the way i see it is a nice big giant circle that you're creating and yeah thank you so much for jumping on here speaking to the listeners um as always guys if you have any uh feedback please go comment on uh the review give us a five star give a meal a five star um <laughs> give it share it onto your social media tag one friend and let them know that um they might be they might be needing just even those few questions that emil spoke around in their day at, to make their life better so it's all about helping another human so thank, thank you and thank you for having me again. you're very no welcome what, I, until this next- podcast on spotify and subscribe to it on itunes it would really mean the world to me and like always go out there and start living an action orientated not so average lifestyle big love the podcast you just heard was made using anchor ever thought about making your own podcast Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.